Welcome back to On Brand Features, where we help other organizations make podcasts and build brands while telling stories. Here today with long-term client, Matt Flynn. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're also here by Corey Stokes, co-producer. So, Matt, you run the podcast, um, Payday Podcast. Yes. Yes. So can you run me through some of your inspiration about how you created that podcast? So I started in 2020 making social media content that stuck out a little bit on LinkedIn. Um, and it started serving me well. I started building a, a bigger presence when I combined that with uh, networking and doing one-to-ones and people started talking to me about videos. And I'm obviously, I'm, I'm a big consumer of social media as well. And I kept noticing all the podcast clips oh, I was yeah. getting on my feed and I liked a lot of it and I watched a lot of it. So um, I still, even at that point, wasn't really bought into the whole, I'm going to listen to podcasts in my car thing. <laughs> right. I was still listening to sports talk and all that. And, and, and then, you know, I, I said, well, maybe in order to help me produce video content, I'll go down this podcast road. And um, luckily my boss, the owner of payroll partners um, is big into this. He's a younger guy. He's, he's interested in new types of marketing. So he uh, was bought in and luckily I met you guys when you mm-hmm. guys were even early on in this, I was yeah. interested in, and then my big thing with you is I wanted video. And as soon as I heard you guys were doing video with your, your stuff, I, I, I pretty much signed up. So, um, and then from there I kind of developed a formula and then in order to learn how to do it properly, I started listening to some of the more popular podcasts. Yeah. And then I think I fell down that wormhole. And <laughs> now I'm an avid consumer of podcasts. I don't listen to anything else. And I think the timing, because it was right when ESPN fired everybody and talk radio just went downhill. And I was like, I'm picking podcasts to listen yeah. to. And uh, and then I started producing it. And people started liking it. And and what makes it easy is it's not that much time to record all the podcast episodes and then break each episode into five, you know, pieces of video clips. And then um, now I've got so much more content that I'm producing even more stuff on LinkedIn. I felt like I got good content that I wanted to grow even more. So now I've gotten back into meta and I'm on Facebook reels and now my reels um, you know, views are up there with my LinkedIn views. Yeah. So I set up a TikTok channel. I've gotten actually a, a couple videos to do. The TikTok was weird. Like the first yeah, five or nuts, six right? went nowhere. And then like all of a sudden two just blew up. So really, um, not, not that big, but you know, for me, like, you know, for, um, for what I'm doing, but yeah, I'm just, I'm in, I'm going down this road, learning all about how, uh, a B2B boring, business like payroll can still benefit from where people's attention is. And that's on podcasts, it's on social media. So I'm just on a journey, I guess, and I'm still figuring it out. So. I think that was the best marketing plug for on brand ever. I think we just go ahead and yeah, cut there, Alex. I just, think we're done, Corey. <laughs> this makes my job really easy, actually. <laughs> but I mean, that's why we developed it, right? We helped, we wanted to help organizations tell their stories because naturally they're bad at it, right? And I think you're you are the antithesis of that because when you came in, you came in prepared. You're like, this is how it's gonna roll, and you kind of knocked out of the park with that. So, what do you think was the reason behind that? I mean, were you thinking about it a lot? Did you do research? How did you discover what you wanted to make out of this thing? I was surprised at how well I worked. Like you helped me get comfortable by guiding me through the first couple episodes, but 
you know, it was doing the episodes with you combined with um, listening to how other people were doing it. And just, and it was a lot of it was my own bad habit of watching way too much television, <laughs> but like, and I'm a, and like my wife would always say, I'm the person when I'm watching TV, you can't talk to me. I'm not like the do. I'm very focused on what I'm watching. So I'm the type of person that recognizes formulas. Sure. Like, you know, you watch a, a sports figure, like, you know, uh, Colin Cowherd, you, you see he has formulas within how he does topics in, in his episode. So I was like, okay, I just need a formula and I'm just going to recreate it. And I started thinking about it. Some of it came to me naturally as ideas from just uh, how to talk to people about payroll. So I, you know, I was like, okay, what's your first payroll job? Oh, sure. that's great. That's perfect. Everybody yep. will have one. It'll be fun to talk about and how that affects them in their role today. So that was easy. And then um, the next thing was, what are you into? And, and, you know, I don't really have a lot of hobbies, so I couldn't talk about woodworking or anything like that, but I played a lot of football. I still watch a lot of football, and I was like, you know what? It's I'm just going to do something about football. And you're in a football town. You're in it, Cincinnati. It, yes, yes. And and we talked about it a little bit naturally, you know, when, when I was on the episodes with you, so then I just came up with that idea of doing – you know, what role you play in business and what position is it like in a football field? And those two formula questions, I use those clips every time. They yeah. have always been interesting, good clips and good content. And then from there, I usually have two more product specific mm -hmm. things that I'm trying to go for. If I'm interviewing, like, for example, I interviewed a health broker and I wanted to educate people about what tech credits are. So I, you know, we went into that topic yeah. and I had a really good clip on that. Um, when I interviewed my, one of my CPA referral partners, I wanted him to talk about why as a CPA, he chooses not to do payroll. And he gave me a, this awesome clip that I still want to start paying to get on people's feeds. Cause it's such a good commercial for payroll sure. partners. So like, that's what I've been telling folks is like recording a podcast, this formula of natural conversation and just being yourself and authentic. You know, that does come easy to me. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, doing it in, there's some parts of it that are boring and I'm all over the place sometimes when I, when I watch it back. But for the most part, there's some really good, uh, content. Um, so I'm a big believer in the clips and I shouldn't admit this, but I love listening and watching myself. Oh, we all do. That's so, why we made this like, company. Matt. <laughs> I, I listen to every single one of my stuff. So like, I, I think that's, you know, you know, if, if, if you are the type of person who likes to speak in public and stuff, I, I think it's, and you're in any kind of sales marketing or in your, any kind of product expert in business, and you want to do something different that can grow your business. This is a, a viable option and you guys make it much easier and less stressful and scary. And I've told people I'm, you know, I I'm involved with lots of chambers of commerce and I'm telling every single small chamber in the Cincinnati and Dayton area, I'm like, you guys should have a podcast. Yeah. Like who more than anybody should have at least a monthly podcast or local chambers. So I'm pushing you guys out there and hoping some of them will, you know, take you guys up on that or, or get moving on this. Cause you know, this is where people's attention are. So. Yeah. And we work with a couple of chambers and we started working with country clubs accidentally too, but it's the same idea. It's the membership organization, right? Yep. You have this body for members, but what I love about your podcast too, is it's niche focused. 
most of the podcasts are like, this is, you know, the small community or something pretty wide market focused, but you're specifically looking at a niche audience, which is looking at people that are involved with payroll, or at least in that business kind of world. Yep. So we actually have Corey, who does payroll for Express as Hello. well. So that's Again. your niche audience, right? Yes, it's finding yes. those payroll people. That's why I'm here, actually, <laughs> today. So. so Corey, when you're listening to a podcast, what about a payroll podcast would make you interested to hear from? I think that best practices are something that evolve constantly with payroll. Um, I think that VMSs are something that people get overwhelmed with easily. So understanding what that looks like, if that's something that you're utilizing for like a third party. Mm -hmm. um, I just think, you know, the cyclical functions of payroll processing can just be daunting Yep. And then there's so many different, like doing union payroll makes me want to cry a little bit, a lot of bit. So <laughs> I think the union also feels the yeah. same way. So I, I mean, I think having a podcast that highlights the processes, the best practices, the resources, um, ways in which you have done things that have not worked <laughs> yep. well, I think are really important things for someone who's getting into payroll or someone who just wants to become more efficient at getting it done correctly the first time. Right. <laughs> I love really that. Helpful. I think I'm actually, I want to pivot my podcast a little bit to start inviting some guests where, because my I think my initial thought was I kind of have this built-in following on LinkedIn, right? Mm -hmm. These are people who would refer me and I was trying to do content that they can relate to. And I started looking at, and I had this, it was actually a recent experience. Um, one of uh, our managers, apparel partners is active and she has been for 20 years in the local chapter of the American Payroll Association, which is now it's payroll.org. And they have like a chapter uh, dinner, annual dinner. And I went to that for the first time. And it was just really, I told our owner, Noah, yesterday, I was like, the energy inside that room about payroll careers is something we have to be a part of. Yep. And I started finding that this is a whole thing. There's so many people who work in payroll in so many different capacities that there is an audience out there for me who is people in payroll, not local people who can refer me payroll. Yeah. And so I, I got to try and balance that out where I can kind of create some content where I think the listener of my full length episode isn't probably the people I know and refer me. It's probably these people in payroll, to your point, who want to know some of the things I've learned, you know, about, you know, um, one of the most difficult things a lot of companies deal with is PTO and vacation tracking mm -hmm. in this labor market. You can't really have a company policy anymore yeah. that uh, you can follow because everybody yeah. you bring in has their own work-life balance requests and you, you're not going to you know, not hire somebody because they don't like how you do your, you know, you, you have to earn three weeks vacation, wait five years or whatever. So now everybody's creating custom types of PTO and they need a, you know, a software that can handle it. Luckily, that's one of my software's biggest advantages over my competition. So, you know, like, yeah, I want to talk about those issues that shed light on my experience and say like, oh, so you want to pay people a different wage if they request time off more in advance, because that's how important it is to do that. Well, we can automate that fully in my system. And I have a client that's doing that now. So, you know, those are some of the little things that I need to probably pivot a little bit more in my podcast to attract 
you know, that bigger audience that's more into payroll topics. Right. Well, I think it's a subject matter expert play too, right? It's highlighting that you are a subject matter expert, but whatever it is. And I'm sure payroll, I mean, it changes every single year, right? I mean, probably every single quarter, honestly, with legislation. Here's what you can do versus you can do in the process. Well, even when you start integrating all of the different variables for each individual employee, garnishments and medical benefits and all of the things that come out that you have to like we don't necessarily have to do all of that line by line because it is automated to a point but i mean in some cases it's not so yeah. it can get a so little garish did you get any appreciation last week for national payroll week did i nick oh shit uh <laughs> i think it's a good episode right there see you guys next time and on brand features <laughs> no she did not <laughs> uh, so it's always for future reference uh i know staffing company payroll is probably some of the most difficult payrolls <laughs> and like i know God, look at the day we, we did some contests and f- we do fun stuff as a payroll company all week we get free lunch we had trivia games and they were doing some some uh overtime trivia that I completely failed out because they're going over all the ways if you have different rates of pay, but then you go into overtime, how you have to calculate with the over. It was insane. It was super, super <laughs> complicated. And I, I, I failed. I had, you know, luckily my payroll people, you know, know all they that stuff. They had your back, correctly, But, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy how much regulation and rules there are. And, you know, and, you know, and, and unfortunately, you know, nothing changes because of our government, like around right. these things. It's like, we're all st- figure out how to be profitable in this capitalist economy with laws that were intended for, you know, 1935 manufacturing businesses. Right. hundred yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but that's, but, well, and I think it, but you're proving yourself a subject matter expert because like for your sales guy, right. Yeah. Known, liked and trusted. You're mm-hmm. covering all three of those. If you have a podcast talking about this content of you highlighting, I know this content. I know what's happened. I know the ins and outs. And, I, and by the way, I'm funny and and can go through and create that network effect where you're yeah. bringing other people in. I mean, it's a win, win, win to yeah. have your own podcast. If using on brand or not, you should still probably have a podcast I, in with your marketing. I don't know strategy. that I'm funny. I'm still trying to figure out how to be funny in this environment. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I need to start drinking a little bit before each oh, We got We, got yeah. 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 we can help you with that. Yeah. Um, I, I, that's my, another goal is I want to start getting to be more the funny self I can be, but yeah. you know, it, it is, it is a LinkedIn audience and I do, <laughs> um, and I can't script it too much, but, and I do have my other, other stuff I do where I try and be a little bit funnier, but like, you know, it's funny if I, I just need to wear a costume, I think that's just like, what yeah. works. if I, <laughs> if I, if you put on any costume, but you keep it business related and throw it up on LinkedIn, you'll get a huge fall. Yeah. That's hilarious. I, well, I mean, it's funny, too, because I, I like the fact you differentiate between your audiences, because what plays with some of our podcasts plays really, really well on LinkedIn. There's others that play really well on Facebook, right? The yeah. realtors love Facebook, right? Yeah. There's some that play well on Instagram. The one that surprised me is you said you're doing TikTok. I didn't expect you to like see TikTok. So how is that working? I mean, is it? Look- so I, I was on TikTok a little bit before I got on podcast, um, and I found TikTok has the whole payroll thing. Like I'm really, there's a whole, there's a large audience of younger people who have payroll jobs who like to post a lot of videos about, you know, they'll do the whole TikTok style video where there's like voiceovers and music and they're complaining about union, you know, prevailing wage and stuff. And there's videos out there on that. And I was like, okay, this is, I didn't, I can play in this. Yeah. I can, I can go in there. So, you know, there's a, I'm like, I'm all over the hashtag payroll and TikTok, you know, yeah. and 
Um, the best video I had on there was the one interviewing the CPA that one of my best clips, that's the one that got the most traffic, you know, yeah. TikTok. I did just do a video for payroll week cause we're getting ready to go to Ohio Sherm and we have this marketing theme where around cows, we, we got little like rubber cows that we're going to give out with our logo. Oh, nice. And you know, the sign is like, you know, is, is your payroll messed up? Don't have a cow. Nice. Well done. Move on all oh, over. Oh, this There's is good. So, um, you know, I wore, I had, a, I bought a cow costume. Oh, of, of course. course. You yes. Did. I don't know if I'm going to wear that in the exhibit hall. I haven't decided. I have a cow vest. I'll probably do for that. But I did wear the costume for a video, and that thing went crazy on yeah. TikTok. It, it, you're right. It's not. I don't know if I'm hitting the target because like there's like a random dude who's like. I don't you know, know, man. It's WTF. Midwest. It's, it's like Midwest. Midwest like it's the blending of both of our favorite things right 100 percent. you just got to get corn in there somehow yeah. yeah we were down in we were down in kentucky opening an office cause again we got 22 offices and it was what was the expression he said and we walked out of a we walked out of a place grave meeting was for staffing and he's like that person was more excited than tits on a boar hog I'm like, what did you just say? And he's like, that means and then they casually I'm like, move on. Like it's not. You can't just say that. Like yeah. I don't think you can say that here. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah. I'm like, whoa, but so you're right. I think it's the business. I I would upvote the cow costume. Yeah, hundred percent. A hundred percent. Do you think uh, the HR guy? He's trying to tell me it's too much. People look at here's here's why I'm scared. So it was our first time at the conference. <laughs> they had a masquerade theme. Oh, there you go. You uh, masquerade cow. So, yeah, I, so I, I went to, you know, I'm, I buy costumes at the local costume shop in Anderson and I was, they had a good masquerade section and they had this whole like cape and cloak thing. Nice. I'm like, I'm going all in. I'm buying this cloak thing. For sure. So I've, I'm walking into the exhibit oh, hall in this coat, cloak, red, black cloak and cape with this crazy fancy masquerade mask on and everybody's just looking at me like who is this crazy guy and it was it was a little bit awkward i'm not no 100 percent. you're like did you not see <laughs> yeah. what the sign said but uh i i said if i wouldn't have done it at the exhibit hall and i would have waited until halfway an hour deep into the happy hour and just came into the happy hour yeah i think it would have been what received a lot better i mean i think so, it received well anyway yeah. right you make you make an impression That's i did important. well they had a contest for best decorated uh you know booth i thought we were shooing yeah because we were all wearing better outfits and costumes but we didn't have the best decorations they, they stuck to the one to the role so yeah but i wonder I who those attendees were talking about after the conference i wonder if they were like oh remember the the guy in the full-on you know gambit masquerade bit that did the payroll or you remember who are those people like, they, the they look like they spent a lot on their tv there. you know it's it's <laughs> Here's why it's hard. You always got to think about your audience. So mm -hmm. at, a, at an HR conference, it's all HR folks. And this was an HR conference. This is versus, an HR, ah, this is an HR yeah. conference. Yeah. Right. So these are not your, uh, it's not like a sales conference. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's sales in people. by 9 o'clock. Like, right? these, are, these are risk averse <laughs> HR people. And like, and our biggest obstacle is that we're a smaller company. We do use big, big boy, big fortune, one, you know, 1000 size company software, but you know, we, we are low, doing it from a local stance. So like I have to overcome that. So, yeah. you know, is it working for me to act too goofy or I don't know. I think so, it makes sense. It makes plenty of sense. Right? I, I, that's my, 
thing I deal with and, and how to market. But I just can't imagine like the bar at an HR conference at like nine o'clock. Like, what is everyone talking it, it, about? It they're shifts. not there. It shifts. Is that true? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're in bed. They're not at the bar. <laughs> no, it's no. empty. No, they're away from their employees and they're away from their their bosses. So, so they're going ham. So they're they going do, no, ham. They, they're going so cow. they're not. It's they're not naturally going to be crazy during the daytime hours. It is pretty. You know, normal, but like, yeah, they they let loose. They I can't wait. It's gonna be fun. My favorite to do is when we do sales conferences. It's like four a.m. and you see people like stumbling out of Ubers, right? You're like, I just can't imagine HR, but I mean, I can see it. It's it's fun. It's at the uh, um, if anybody if anybody's listening, it's at the Kalahari and next week in Sandusky, the Ohio Sherm Conference, which is it also gets everybody away. It's it's like I I just got back from Kentucky Sherm. Oh, cool. Which is a little smaller, but similar audience, but it's in a more of a traditional hotel conference environment yeah, yeah. it's not quite like kalahari with ohio conference creates this a little bit more of a party atmosphere just, yeah just how the setup is well so it's a good cool. space too sandusky's a fun time for that oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah now if anybody wants to get there the night before they need to go to the swim up hot tub <laughs> is that what um, be? it goes outside too so oh. for the off season so it's, it's really nice i i did it last year but there was not a lot of conference people are you gonna be in a cow outfit just in case anyone wants to spot you not in a hot tub no <laughs> but uh I, I, you guys are convincing me to wear the cow costume. You need. I mean, are you thinking about not? I'm thinking about not. No, you need to. We'll see. What's the worst that could happen? Dad, is that a furry? (laughs) (laughs) What's the best that could happen? Okay, so yeah, that's good. I have been to a furry conference. Not, not, not Uh, by chance. Full disclosure. Let's go. Tell me about the time you went to a furry conference. So I went to Orlando for a workers' comp conference, WCI, (laughs) and it was happening at the exact same time in the hotel as a furry conference. So it was talk about two completely different audiences, and I was in the hot tub at the hotel with two guys from the furry conference and two guys from the older guys from the workers comp conference. And they almost exchanged blows. <laughs> they started talking and they, you guys don't even need to talk about how you view the world. Cause it was, it got weird quick. Oh, I so need to be yeah. the furries in a hot tub, like what were they in costume? Are they or are they in? Out of no, they were out of the costume okay. while in the tub, but they were talking about Just with the heads. Could you yeah, imagine these, the work, the older confident work comp guys were questioning them about, you know the the their, their activity. What is wrong with you? And I and he used terminology like you know it's the life or the you know like he was like talking about it in such a way like he'd been in it a while even though he's a younger person and um it was just it was very interesting. I will say it was August in Orlando. Oh, so there. So that the furry conference is, did not smell good. It is a smelly place. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, well, I think that's a good natural wrap for this episode <laughs> of On Brand Features, and we are lucky enough to bring on Matt Flynn with the Payday Podcast. We'll make sure we link your your podcast in the description of this episode. Is there anything else you want to talk about when it comes to the, your podcast experience and journey? No, I'm just I'll be dropping um, my episode just dropped with uh, Craig Feltner, a bookkeeper, and then um, my uh, tax manager who was just featured on Link Media in Northern Kentucky around tax increases in Kenton County. Um, she'll be my guest on my next episode. So oh just get some. And then uh, I'll be interviewing the boss here soon coming up. So. Makes, I'm kind of nervous about that one. Not going to lie. It's going to be yeah, good, right? Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. He's 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 a fun guy. So I think it'll be a good episode. <laughs>